having a conversation with your doctor. That's our conversation with our doctor on this Tuesday afternoon. When's the last time your doctor said, can we talk? And what difference would having a conversation really make? Dr. John Holberg is back. He's our regular medical analyst here on All Things Considered. And we're going to talk about a New England Journal of Medicine article about the value of doctors getting beyond that all-business approach. So, John, welcome back. Hi, Tom. Thanks. So, first of all, this article that caught your attention, what's the main point of it? Well, you know, it's entitled The Doctor's New Dilemma. And it's this sort of paradox that we have that you've got a person sitting in front of you who is there for a stated reason. Let's say it's abdominal pain. But you can tell by the posture, you can tell by the look on the face that there's so much more to the story than that. And the question is, do you pursue it and risk getting behind or do you just stick to the, you know, the main reason the person's there and just get on with the day? And as you read the article, what do you make of the approach uh, that you actually should have a conversation with this patient? Well, right. That's kind of the whole idea is that, you yeah. know, that our humanity sort of dictates that we we see someone suffering, we dig into it, we try and help them as much as we can. And yet there's this harsh reality that so many people in medicine and in primary care in particular are getting burned out. And part of that is because you spend more time with patients. You have more to do with the electronic record. You are spending hours and hours um, in the evening and on weekends just sort of closing encounters. And we're sort of losing um, you know, what medicine really is about, which is about the patient. So it's, that's the dilemma. That's the paradox. The paradox here, I want to dig in more on that. And that is, uh, first, what are the perils here in the clinic to actually doing this, having the conversation? <laughs> yeah, perish the thought that we actually really, really <laughs> talk to our patients. Well, I mean, it, so, you know, um, person comes in with one thing, they really have something much more going on. Or let's say that they have a book in their lap and you comment on the book and you spend five minutes talking about literature. Now, frankly, I love having conversations like that. But of course, if I still have a lot to do in the visit, I am running behind. The The patient who's right in front of me in the room with me um, really might want to get going. Every single patient who's coming downstream, if I'm running behind, is paying that price. Yeah. And so, and not only that, but then we've just got all this stuff that we have to, to document. And that's what really makes it tricky. But what's the cost here of not doing that and just uh, moving them through like an assembly line? Right. Well, medicine is really designed like that. And in some specialties, you know, if you have a very particular eye problem, an eye doctor or an orthopedist or some specialist can actually, you know, accomplish that. They can see people very quickly because they know what's coming in. But in primary care, there are so many things that are going on. So if we don't address them, I think we sort of lose our humanity. We lose that part of us that's what drew us to medicine in the very first place, and that is to you know, engage with our fellow human beings and to relieve suffering and listen to their stories. A solution here is not as easy as it sounds, <laughs> though, right? I don't know if there is a solution. Yeah. And I think that that's what uh, made this article stick with me and several of my colleagues. We've been talking about it. And it's this um, very, very difficult thing to think all of us in 21st century medicine are grappling with. How much do you care? How much time do you spend with a patient? Because it really matters and it's important. Versus, you know, trying to preserve that part of us that's getting burned out because of all the paperwork and all the other work that we're doing. Um, and that is a very difficult thing to grapple with. So in the end, if a doctor can do this in the clinic, what is the benefit long term? Oh, gosh. I mean, I think that if we can pull this off somehow and, and you know, stay on time and, and have our charts done, 
the the benefit to us and to our patients is that there's a real relationship. I mean, this is why we went into medicine, and I think that that it creates this kind of bond that is really a beautiful thing when it's done well. But how could it have positive health outcomes? Oh, I mean, studies show that, that, that if you trust your physician, if the, if the physician seems to care about you beyond just the superficial level, you're more likely to follow advice. You're more likely to follow through with treatment. You're more likely to talk about things that will have real consequence for you. So the literature bears that out. So I think that, you know, this is not just some sort of feel-good story. It actually brings about better health care. And what do patients need to know then about this? Well, the one thing I would say is that there's, we kind of call it the Trojan horse effect, that a person makes a quick appointment for a sore throat, but then it's really something much more deep than that. And if I can have a plea to patients, that is, please be honest, as honest as you can be about making an appointment. If you know that your provider only has 15-minute appointments, you can ask for a longer appointment, ask for a 30-minute appointment, ask for that up front so that we are not caught off guard and running behind. And, John, you can see a link to this article we've been talking about on Twitter. If you follow me at Tom Cran, I just tweeted a link. Thanks so much for talking with us more about having a conversation with your doctor. My pleasure, Tom. Thank you. Always good having a conversation with Dr. John Hallberg, an associate professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Minnesota and medical director of the Mill City Clinic in Minneapolis.